And over the next few hours, he writes more than 25 pages of ambiguous, vague, obscure lyrics. But within those 25 pages are the lyrics to Like a Rolling Stone. And it's that song, that six-minute rock single, that would really reinvent Bob Dylan's career, that would show himself, that showed Bob Dylan what he was actually capable of. So you're saying that he actually found a different way of doing music, of writing a song. Exactly. I mean, Like a Rolling Stone broke every rule in the rock and roll business. It was way too long. It was six minutes. It was not a transparent love song. It was not clear at all what Bob Dylan was singing about. It was full of obscure rhymes, lyrics that made no sense. It was this collage of influences. You know, for the first time, Bob Dylan could really bring together all his influences. So there was a bit of Fellini, a little Brecht, some Robert Johnson, some Woody Guthrie, all these different influences for the first time coalesced in this one song. And I think that's really what made Like a Roll Rolling Stone, so influential not just for Bob Dylan, but for every other rock and roll artist since. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you, people call, say, beware, doll, you're bound to fall, you thought they were all. What's striking about the story is that he got stuck. He got to a point where he felt like he couldn't go anymore, but somehow the getting stuck seemed to be essential to moving on to the next level. Exactly. It came at his darkest moment. It came when he quit. It came when he hit the wall, when he had no idea what else to do. And then it came out of the blue. And when it arrived, it felt like a revelation. It came attached with this feeling of certainty. And those are both defining features of this very particular creative moment called a moment of insight. And the defining features of this moment, as defined by psychologists over the last few decades, are, one, the answer comes out of the blue. The answer comes when we least expect it. The answer comes often after we've been stumped, after we've been blocked, after we've basically given up. And then once it arrives, it feels like the answer. We don't have to double-check the math or reread the lyrics, we know this is what we've been waiting for. Now, it's a very, very mysterious mental phenomenon. It's as if the cortex is sharing one of its secrets. And yet, psychologists and neuroscientists have found some very interesting ways to study it and to really understand how the brain engineers these epiphanies. So what's your guess as to what might have happened in Bob Dylan's brain? (laughs) What parts of the brain might have been activated? It's tough, obviously, to speculate on Bob Dylan's brain in particular, because that's a special three pounds of <laughs> there jello. There not be any other brain yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. But, boy, it'd be fun to get him in an fMRI machine. But what scientists have found, and they've been forced to study moments of insight in some very clever ways, because obviously you can't just put undergrads in a brain scanner and say, okay, have a breakthrough. <laughs> do it now, that'd be a very inefficient way to collect data. So instead, what they do is they give students, they give undergrads, they give their subjects a series of 
creative puzzles, which are often solved in moments of insight. And that allows them to study the underlying brain substrate behind these moments of insight. And what they discover is that a few seconds before the insight appears, there's typically a sharp spike in activity in a part of the brain called the superior anterior temporal gyrus. It's a part of the brain nobody knows too much about. It's in the back of your right hemisphere, just behind the ear. It's previously associated with things like the processing of jokes and the interpretation of metaphors. And and what it seems to be particularly good at is drawing together remote associations. So looking at two ideas that seem completely unrelated, seem like they have nothing in common, you know, what this one brain area seems to be good at is finding that thin thread they actually share. So it's, it's able to draw together seemingly disparate and disconnected ideas and find the connection between them. Hmm. You know, of course, when you need an insight, that's often a very, very important talent. Well, there are some fascinating implications to this. I mean, if you work in a, an office, for instance, where you are supposed to be doing creative work... It...